0: Hello, Mustang fans, and welcome to another Ford Performance edition of the Mustang Owners Podcast. I'm your host, John Klore. Even from way back in my days with Auto Week magazine to my years with the Ford Special Vehicle Team, my decade at Ford Racing, and now managing enthusiast outreach for Ford Performance. I've always worked to build relationships with Ford fans. So to that end, I hope that you are reading my efforts to stay connected with you in the enthusiast section of FordPerformance.com as well as keeping up with the latest happenings in our hobby by checking out FordPerformanceClubConnect.com every week. My co-host is a Mustang hobby and industry expert who is perhaps best known as the longtime president of the Mustang Owners Club of Southeastern Michigan, or Moxum, one of the largest and most active Mustang clubs on the continent. Plus, who also heads up Boxum for you Bronco owners, as well as being the new leader behind the International Council of Mustang Clubs. Of course, I could only be talking about Mike Ray. Mike, a super special guest tonight. A lot of people may not know him, but we sure do. And if this is going to be one of the most fun podcasts we've had in almost, I don't know, a week.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be great. And um especially what we got coming up this year with SBT's 30 year bash, it's just gonna be insane. And this gentleman who's joining us tonight uh is gonna have a lot of input in all of that. Absolutely. So we won't keep the suspense any longer, ladies and gentlemen. We'd like to welcome
0: to the podcast John Moore of Location Imaging. John has uh been a long time part of the Ford Performance world and now works at Ford Performance on the racing side of the business, but I remember Remember him working on component sales? He was uh, a GT uh, 500 um, resident engineering manager back 0709 area. Uh, and for uh, for all my years at SVT, whenever we had a prototype, a one-off, a uh, uh, concept car, uh, a launch, uh, any kind of an internal meeting, I turned around and there was John Moore. So tonight I'm turning around and John Moore, you're joining us
2: on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you very much, guys. Glad to hear from you. Really, really good to hear your voice. No, it's, this is so great. And I was telling Mike
0: that um, it's really ironic because this is the year we're trying to bang on the drum for SVT. And John, I know that your other love besides performance cars and working with Ford Motor Company has been photography. And how is it that you, you got into that part? I mean, whenever we did anything, you got invited and you were supplying all the great photos to all the engineering teams. I'm, I know Coletti always would. Was it Coletti that called you all the time?
2: Um, no, really. It, uh, photography was always a hobby of mine back when I was going to university. So um, I just always had a camera nearby <laughs> and it, it, my camera kind of turned into the SVE department camera back from I'd say maybe ninety seven to ninety-nine. So that there were a lot of really, really cool performance cars back then. Oh god that, that, that we had pumping around. Both both the, the, the one-offs, the special cars and then the the programs, the SVT contour, the lightnings, the 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 you know, all all the stuff that we had that was running around. It was great stuff.
0: So Mike, can you imagine we have somebody that goes back to the SVT yet sve which was the genesis on the Mm -hmm. engineering side of svt there's before the engineering team would call themselves still sve and marketing had already created svt and john was banging around back then so john when you got into that part of it and you used you were working on the more on the engineering side working with the Roush teams um how, how was it that they let you take pictures of all this stuff or i mean you you brought your cameras they knew that you had to document some of these prototypes and concept cars. And so you were the guy that they tagged?
2: Well, no, um, I I was one of the engineers working on all the programs. And so I would sneak the cars out after after whenever and we I had special permission to take my cameras into our test track and do stuff like that. So just kind of brought it along and just kind of documented everything that we did. Like when, when we built the Super Stallion, for example, a lot of that stuff but we have we have photos of
0: you know a lot
1: of people don't know um about that super stallion mike you sure know about it um oh my Savannah. god it's one of my favorite cars of all time um and that was on display john at the um heroes banquet uh you oh, know, good. Yeah, yeah that was definitely on display there and yeah dumpster telling the stories and all the good stuff there and i had it at mustang memories a couple times too when uh john vermish was so willing to bring it out and help us out with that
0: that was a phenomenal car engineering wise mr moore um a lot of cool one-off things about that I, the thing i remembered the most about it not just that it's unique the uh, running on alcohol or whatever it ran on um but its rear suspension was irs which was i think uh, al Saddam or some of those sve engineers had worked on that of the piece of i think was it a wooden prototype that they made and then to hear that i mean the the design was larry shinoda's one of his one of the last things he did for ford was to come with john and try to design i think the side window quarter scoops and
2: i don't know even... there's yeah there's there's a lot to the, the the quarter scoops were designed by one of the designers in advanced design under daryl beamer okay but just just to kind of back up a, a little bit with the super um we started probably about two months prior with. Um, the, what was at the time, the 99 Cobra R program. Right. And Coletti wanted a teaser car for that. And we also ended up with the, the supercharger, which was the, uh, the clutch supercharger that we could turn on and off just with a switch. So that the super stallion, in addition to being on running on ethanol, it would also run naturally aspirated. Wow. Wow. So i put a ford Taurus throttle body underneath the the crotch going into the inlet the the elbows going into the inlet of the supercharger and then whenever you flip the switch just to keep you from trying to get fresh air through the blower all the time Mm -hmm. i had a a way set up so that i could just run through that 60 millimeter throttle body and go right into the the plenums that way
0: wow what a crazy yeah, but, I mean, yeah. so so the unique paint and, I mean, all the things that went into that car, that couldn't have been a quick project.
2: Yeah, when, when Daryl Beamer's guys designed the car, it was originally supposed to be silver or, like, a gunmetal gray. Really? And the concept of the car was supposed to be, uh, like, a four-wheel drivable version of a, like, a 1911... Um, uh, automatic handgun or a, a semi-automatic handgun Wow! That, that that was that was kind of the thought you know very very mechanical very um you know to the point and when we finished the car we, we had no idea what color the car was going to be the hood was also still unfinished they didn't design the hood so we brought larry shinode in wow that was one of his very last projects yep, yep. Um, Shinoda helped us with the hood and he also designed the paint scheme wow. for the car. Yeah. And, uh, I picked blue for the car and, uh, yeah. Steve Anderson, who is Cobra, he, he likes white. So we picked white <laughs> on the, the left side and then, uh, um, John Cletty uh, picked the green for the E85 oh. and the, the, the hints to being green. Hear that?
0: I bet you when you guys got that car put together and, you know, it did a great job out there uh, banging the, the the bell for SVT, because uh, we were trying to sell SVT Cobras and R's. but that as a as a concept was really popular. And I bet you had no idea that would become a super popular poster and I, even a die cast model that everybody wanted.
2: Yeah, our, our initial goal with the car was... It kind of an agreement with Jack Keebler, who wrote for Motor Trend Magazine at the time. Um, We said that we'd prepare the car and get it ready for him and definitely have it something that would be cover worthy for him. And so they kind of scheduled when they wanted the cover to run. And uh, we had the car. And, you know, based on advertising, we we had a, a fairly large budget at the time to put the car together because we knew that we could get the, the money from the marketing guys and, you know, get the, that Mustang on the cover and out in front of everybody there. So that there was a diecast car. We we had a gentleman named Tom Morganstern from AutoArt and he sent me a, a wooden scale and I had to take pictures in the wheel wells, the interior, and then all down the body side, front, left, right, and rear. And uh, we ended up you know, making a very detailed uh, 118-scale die cast to that.
0: Oh, absolutely. Mike Ray, do you have that 118 scale
1: superstelion diecast? I do not, but it's number one on my want list. I asked Dempster if he had any extras, because that is one I definitely, definitely want, and
2: I've never been able to get my hands on any one of those. I, I Mike I have two extras, and one. I think I might be able to hook you up. So I would absolutely love that it's
1: literally been the number one diecast I've always wanted
2: yeah i I also have the when they when they were doing all of the prototyping they they came up with the prototype shell and they hand painted it and they they were sending this this car back and forth from Japan, back to SVE headquarters. And I'd take it and hold it up to the real car and say, okay, well, the blue's not quite right. Or, you know, this hose is off color. or, You know, this carbon fiber detail is not, not exactly where it needs to be. And, wow. and what we ended up doing is, uh, the, the last time it came over, Back into the U.S., I told them what was good about the car, what was bad. They said, "Okay, we've got enough information now. You can go ahead and keep the car." Whoa, oh, so wow. I That's I still cool. have the car, and I have the last letter that Tom sent to me, telling me which which items he wanted me to choose from. For I I think like the the scoops on the side of the car were carbon fiber, and all the scoops are they look a little different, and I I picked the ones that. Look most like the actual car.
0: Oh, that that thing was just—it's uh, an incredible piece, and the, the fact that John Colletti somehow saved that from the crusher, uh, you know, because they, because Ford is known for not hanging on to their prototypes or concept cars. Most of them they don't want sold out in the auction world, but be able to keep a couple of them from you know from, from meeting a horrible fate and just becoming a yeah. Member. Within
2: within one week, the SVT the SVE car count went it went down by four cars because we lost the indigo the g t ninety the boss six zero four and the super stallion all within a week yeah yeah but the
0: fact they didn't hit, at least they didn't hit the crusher and you know Deceit. that is correct and the fact that uh he you know he thank goodness for mr. Roush and a uh, few few of the friends there that were able to keep those going because just to see those again, John, but that wasn't i mean you were involved too in some of the our uh pro I mean, talk about when, you know, old Steve. When Steve, Steve was, Anderson, Steve Anderson was a great guy. I know he came from the police car program when I came in there from Auto Week. He was doing the ninety-five R, and what, yeah. what, a, what a character he was. But he loved yeah. our models. Did you work on any of the our models? I know the um, the two thousand with the big wing on it was probably one of the most photographed cars we had out there.
2: Yeah, I were, I was the assistant program. Uh, Reporting to Steve Anderson for the 99R, which eventually became the 2000R. Yep.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my. Well, that that thing was in in a class all by itself. I mean, it really Mm -hmm. really was that. You know, those cars. People don't realize the importance of trying to test out, you know, manufacturing ideas and putting a a car like that Mm -hmm. together. Nowadays, I guess, John, the car companies don't spend much time and effort doing that. If you can't. Turn a prototype into a, a reason to build something in two weeks. They don't really want to play with it. What an exercise yeah. for you guys.
2: You know, re- really, the, the, the Cobra R was almost uh, a challenge by the advanced engine guys uh, over. They had a better engine than the 5.8 pushrod. Right, right. And so they took the cylinder heads off the old Rough Rider program that hmm. was a five four liter iron block you know, very similar to what we ended up with in the Cobra R. And uh, we ended up making a few modifications to it to get it production feasible. But uh, that was, that, that that's where that started was the old Rough Rider program, the automatic transmission, um, BF Goodrich sponsored F-150s that ran in the off-road series. Yep.
0: I remember it well. I I remember that well. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, you guys were looking around where, where parts were might be a good fit. Mike, does this remind you a little bit of Bob Tasca and the Cobra Jet days where you're trying to make a better motor and he's he's taken, you know, cylinder heads from here and interceptor uh, yeah. intake manifolds Isn't that yeah, kind of exactly. like, the same, isn't that cool that it, like, you know, decades later, uh, hot rodders at Ford Motor Company, were doing the same thing. That's yeah. why SVT was so cool. I mean, John, you have to admit, I mean, you probably did a lot of stuff with Ford, but there was really nothing quite like SVT.
2: Well, that's true. Yeah, I I was fortunate enough to have two rounds through SVE slash SVT. The the first is an engineer working for Steve Anderson. Well, originally for Tom Lavender on the SVT Contour. Tom
0: Lavender, oh
2: my gosh. Yeah, yeah. so I did all the, yeah, I'm still friends with Mike Lavender. See and hear from him quite a bit. Yeah, but Tom has passed away steve anderson's passed away it's yeah uh
0: well of course uh that's probably why you teased me so much because the guy on the marketing side that did the dealer training video on the svt contour was somebody you know i think his name was john clore
2: that's correct
0: (laughs) i've 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 heard of
2: him yes i've heard of
0: (laughs) i still have that uh vhs tape although i don't know if my vhs player works any, anymore
2: <laughs> don't but even John, know where it is yeah well yeah. mike
0: mike does don't you have a vhs somewhere in your basement
1: yeah we got one somewhere around here <laughs> we'll have to
0: we'll have when we do the svt dinner we're gonna have to play some of these old vhs t- i know Dempster has got a mess of them
2: well what i want to <laughs> what i want to know where they are is I, I want to know where all of coletti's his uh enthusiast videos that he used to play for the mustang clubs Ooh. whenever we would travel
0: well I do have one of the bootleg ones and it didn't copy well from the VHS tape I do have which which one is it
2: uh the uh, the um crap, crap through a goose the patents
0: yeah I have the patent one yeah okay kid on the racetrack one then I had the burnout one with the uh the, all the Mustang drag cars over the years you remember that it ends with the SVT code oh two-
2: yes 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 yeah
0: the one with all the movie yeah. clips out of it that was we got in trouble from Jay Walter Thompson for mm-hmm. not paying for permission to any of those movie clips I do have <laughs> I saved some of those John but they they will be shown but the one we wanted the things we want to talk to you about tonight
2: mm-hmm. was
0: you know your time there there was for people that didn't know behind John Colletti's office door were the projects <laughs> that did not make production that were things that we worked on and every time I got excited about stuff and we would work on a project and whether he gave it to Saddam or uh, Dempster or whoever, you know, Chapman, whoever was working on something, they would bring the prototype out. And I always saw you hanging around taking pictures. So the question I had for you is were you there for the things like, for example, the SVT Thunderbird, the MN 12?
2: I was I I had charge of the fleet of one off fun cars. Oh. And that 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 was one of my responsibilities under Steve Anderson because I, I was the car coordinator for a little bit. What about the V8 and, Ranger? Uh, the, the V8 Ranger, yes, V8. that the burgundy one with the Explorer cab with with the Explorer front end on it. Right. We, um, we
0: save that from the crusher. We know yeah. where that is. We can find out. Yeah um what about the lightning bolt ranger um
2: no that was actually after my time i left and i I handed all the keys to dave dempster believe it or not well no when i left yeah (laughs) that that was the end of that fleet right (laughs) um yeah we we had the first and second of the svt contour right we had the first and second um Let's see. Lightning had not yet been built when I left. No, it but, was close. No, did you close. guys?
0: Did you have the car they called Puff, which was a Contour precursor for the SVT Contour? No, Puff. Puff ended up having to go back to England. Oh, okay. Was well, that ST20? Yeah. The ST team out there in England were messing the, with you. the CT120. You mean? Yeah, the CT120. Sure. And the yeah. the st folks the guys that, were, that did uh that was there for their
2: rs team yeah, i think i think bob brown ended up yep. having to make arrangements to have that car sent back i believe now don't quote me on that but so, so how
0: is it then whenever we do uh an internal event uh, you know the people did not believe that the indigo indy car for the street that i wound up uh when i made sure it was yeah. cover of oh that Loddy. was terrible to
2: drive oh
0: who, who? how you guys even got that started was it really two six cylinders siamese yeah. to make a v12 come on
2: yes it was yeah yeah it ah, was.
0: who does that
2: yeah <laughs> yeah actually aston martin ended up doing it <laughs> oh, yeah well yeah please. the their their modular uh v6 two of them together to make the the v12 that was in the aston
0: were you there when um we did the zx2 turbocharged escort
2: that was alice lapis alice lapis, that's it yeah that was his car he had the um the two-door zx2 that was going to be the production racer and it, it was basically an, an r model escort zr2 and then we had the Turbo. Yeah, the Cosworth which, folks helped. With. Yeah, yeah. And I actually grabbed that when I left St. I, I went to St. Thomas for a spell, and came back in ninety. No, I came back in two thousand and four, and worked on a what became the Adrenal or not not the Adrenaline. There was a the Focus ST. Yep, the focus. Which is- was the, the the four-door with the, the different uh vehicle personalization bits on it. Mm-hmm. The spoiler, we were gonna put the CT120 turbocharged engine from Al ZX2 into that car.
0: Oh wow. Well it had the SVT adrenaline been, you know, really replaced the P221 uh yeah. with, with a terminator engine in it. I mean yeah, they, they mm-hmm. did mainstream took the package, right? And made it yep. into a body kit because we already had that tooled, but can yeah. you imagine? Uh, I remember the guys, uh, Chapman, coming back, blowing up transmissions and saying the the brakes can't hold the thing. They didn't have anything yep. in the parts bin to really make it work. You guys, there's so much torque.
2: Mm-hmm. And, then- and that, that, that truck was so narrow. Yeah. We, we couldn't get it low enough and it wouldn't have had the dynamics of an SVT product. Wow. So I mean- that's, that's really the reason why that.
0: All right did you did you have anything to do with somebody told me was it sve that tried to stick a v8 into a windstar
2: oh no that's not me
0: well it wasn't you okay because i know (laughs) kenny brown (laughs) kenny brown came to dearborn and liked the idea that somebody's at a meeting and actually stuck a v8 in a windstar huh who would
2: do that yeah probably a continental
0: yeah probably (laughs) i mean so much huh. insanity that people don't know about was
2: going on and oh, yet- yeah. yeah there's there's gumby gumby gumby. What happened? Yeah, gumby gumby and and son of gumby um Tell people about gumby gumby was a a three-liter tourist show engine and drivetrain suspension everything underneath a wagon a tourist wagon and it was actually a great car. Oh, man. Great product. Yeah. And what ended up killing it was uh, we couldn't convince Chicago Assembly Plant to roll the wheel lips in the rear.
0: Yeah, because the the what just wouldn't fit under that wagon. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, what a, we, we'd call yeah. it the shooting brake, the Gumby shooting brake, yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So many cool then, ideas yeah. you guys did. So yeah. John, John, of all the stuff that you toyed with and played with, the production cars that were out there at SVT, all the mustangs um did you have a
2: favorite i i worked on the super stallion from i i would say right around april april 1st i I was in charge of that program until it hit the sema show in november Mm -hmm. and pretty much we worked on it every day until it was finished
0: well that's your solid
2: so there's there's so much time in that
0: well just just your time with that, and then I know that you have most likely more photographs of the internal workings and the internal stuff going on at s v t during my ten years there uh, than mm-hmm. any i mean I know you were over at racing you the Mustang challenge to work with Mickey Mattis and all I mean yeah all yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah. With, that I worked with, but you mm-hmm. had so many photos- i saw you always at our internal stuff taking pictures. Mike Ray and I have a dilemma, and that is when we do a 30th anniversary. Uh, we, of course, the one guy that everybody wants to see at SVT is John the the
2: absolutely, the
0: spiritual leader. I of want that, to see him. Well, except that John has um, pretty much made it well known he's not going to get involved with the Mustang hobby, right. so he's you know kept out of sight and out of mind from that. Unless you
1: think you could change his mind there. John. Yeah, well,
0: or or there's <laughs> another would, way. I would love to try. Well, a lot of people have. Um, I took him up for dinner and, you know, he's, uh, you know, Jim Camposano going to try to get him down to Summit Motorsports There They're, they're going to do an SVT gathering. I know Carlisle's asked and John's, you know, pretty was pretty adamant. He didn't want to get involved. So here's our mm-hmm. question. So Mike and, and I are going to have this thing regardless, right? We have to. So
2: mm-hmm. right? yeah. if
0: we have like 30 engineers and we have you and, you know, uh, Scarpello and Boyd and Janine Bay and uh, you mm-hmm. know, Dempster, all the gang, put everybody in a big tent and people get to meet you and you can sign autographs and judge cars. What fun would it be if Coletti wasn't there? So what we decided to do is if he's not going to come, we need someone that's got a full frontal picture of John Coletti and high res that we can blow up into a cardboard cutout, make it his height, and then use the cardboard cutout kind of like him taking the garden gnome everywhere to every yep. <laughs> go. So people can stand next to the cardboard cutout of John Coletti <laughs> shake his hand you know do the photo ops all that we can t- put them out on the show field we can take them at the dinner <laughs> we don't have because the only picture i have is the picture of john on the cover of iron fist lead foot yep
1: that's the only one me too
0: <laughs> and it, as you know john moore it's down looking up at mr Coletti during the burnout of that that photo but so that's mm-hmm. not the right so we're gonna ask you uh we'll even buy you a drink at the dinner if you can go through your 80 million point 90,000 zillion archives <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: and find a a picture of John Coletti that then high enough resolution that we can blow up into a six foot cardboard cutout because by God, he's going to be there one way or another with or without his permission.
2: I, I think that we can make that happen. Yes. Uh, now there, there, there is a funny story about that. Okay. I went to the Woodward Dream Cruise. This was, you know, just with with camera and walking through. I, I went to the GM display and I found John Moss there. Oh wow. And I said, You know, you know, John, I, I work for John Coletti and I would love to have a picture of you that we could put as his screensaver. <laughs> and so i took a picture of john moss holding up number one oh, and after, we, after the video
0: of it. of you guys of, of moss running his camaro against Coletti's
2: boss nine no th- th- this was actually a lot uh, quite a bit earlier but oh, before wow. that wow wow yeah and so we we had uh colletti's secretary i can't remember her name now but uh she went in and she put it on his computer and he came in the next morning and, what is this on my computer now i got to stare
0: at john moss <laughs> oh i mentioned there were some mike knowing john Clay, don't you think there are a few
1: words we can't say here on the...
2: that's that i started editing them on the phone yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah, yeah john honestly if you can reach out and see if you can you know coax him into coming that would be the ultimate um you yeah, know that would be that's, that's not going to happen guess. yeah
2: yeah i was i was just 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 a lowly engineer when i worked with him
0: yeah what about plan b if, if there's anybody with a f- photograph of john cluddy in high enough resolution of his full toad to head,
2: um, mm-hmm. be I'm, john I'm pretty Hull. sure we can make that happen yeah
0: well if if you could make that happen you would change the dynamic of the svt 30th anniversary yeah and maybe mike ray can work some magic and try to figure out how we can get super stallion there
2: oh I, absolutely i don't know where that's at now you know i know Bernice i do there, i there? do yep yeah. uh it was taken back from premiere she tried to sell it right so i knew. i that. heard that i heard that yeah. but i don't
1: know where it went to now so yeah if we can make yeah. that happen john i'd love to have um, that talk, front and center
2: owens owens knows where it is okay all right i'll reach out i've sure. got a lot of stuff that needs to go with that car so Lovely. a lot of historical data okay perfect all right so if we
0: could reunite you with that wonderful concept somehow at the reunion and you oh, there, would love that and, and as a repayment, you could find a good photo that we could use to make this cardboard cutter because you know, Mike, this is going to be the number one thing that people will be photographed with is they got to meet cardboard, John Coletti. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or here's, you know, if, if there's an old staying in the Mike Ray world. Lead follower, get out of the way. <laughs> yeah,
2: so, I will tell you. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other night when you mentioned that you wanted me to call in. I the, the world would not be as good as it is today without John Colletti, oh, and I, I, I say always. that with with all honesty. He honestly knew exactly what the customer needed, and would fight and not let us make the mistake of giving the customer something that was easy or something that. It was convenient or something that they wanted us to do. No, You know, we, we always gave them a great product. Yeah, he was truly and the that voice was, of the
0: He really was. 100%, John Coletti. 100%. Yep, and he, he knew it because he was one of them. Um, the the Mustang media especially, not necessarily the buff books, but the Mustang media just bonded to him, which is why he's still good friends with Jim Camposano and Steve Turner and Evan Smith, mm-hmm. that whole gang that w- came up through the ranks. Uh, John uh, was one of the hardest guys I ever worked for in my 25 years at Ford, but also the, the <laughs> most fiercely. I was so loyal to him, and we—he was just the most fun. Because he was demanding, but at the same time, appreciated real enthusiasts. And and that—that's yeah. what made him do. It. That's why we got to have mm-hmm. him there. And if it's going to be cardboard, by God, we got We're going to have him there anyway. So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, let's all put pressure on John Moore, who uh, has more photographs than he'll ever admit. About the inner workings of things that went on there back at the engineering center, at Roush fifty six and seven, back when I mean way back in the. Roush fourteen. You remember we were at uh, five hundred one and five hundred three, the building back there when when yeah, we
2: were we were in uh, we were in Roush fourteen, oh, I mean, that's which right. was that's over right. behind Danu Tech Center.
0: That's right. I mean John the talk old about John
2: Automotive Building is where Roush was. That that's that's where all the S V E stuff was built.
0: Yeah, and John was when they did SN95, they were the old Montgomery Ward in Allen Park. They were not even on yeah, that's they were right. on
2: campus, right? Yeah, that's right.
0: Talk yeah. about a Skunkworks guy. Yeah, we're gonna do mm-hmm. everything possible to try to get John to I mean, we've had everybody call him Janine and all his friends and I know that Neil Ressler, um uh, he's still around Bob Rui has passed, but uh we're going to try to lean on them. And if not, if you could rescue the whole program by coming up with the right photo, Mike and I will get that produced. You'll have a picture, John, of you standing next to this photo of yours. And we're going to give you full props. So, ladies oh, and gentlemen. You know,
2: well, I don't, I, I, I'm kind of scared of Coletti, even to this day. So I'm, I'm almost going to want something in writing that yeah. has permission for me to provide it. And yeah, do it. He might know where you live, and he knows people. Oh, that's what I'm worried about. He's Italian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, some horse's head ends up in my bed. We I don't want that happening
0: at all, but God bless him, John. I, we're going to try to get John onto the podcast. He's kind of semi-agreed to do that, and if that's the case, we'll put pressure on him. But uh, uh, it's so great, John, that you were able to join us tonight just to talk about things that that never got to see the light of day and all the things we were so privileged to be part of with that great experience known as the Ford Special Vehicle Team. And you guys, the work at SVE, um,
1: mm-hmm. a
0: lot of the things that you guys did. You know, Mike, we talked about the Woodward Dream Cruise Mustang with those SVE side pipes. Yeah. You know, I mean, every club member
2: wanted those, remember? This? Yeah. Oh, those yeah, are the that hottest. was me. Mike Wright was the instigator of the SVE side pipes.
0: Is, is it really? Mike Yeah.
2: Yeah, Mike Mike Wright from Roush. But what What happened was is the exhaust exhaust systems grow rearward as they get hotter. Yeah. And with the with the Boss, they had the SVO side pipes on the car. Right. Right. And what happened was is is they ended up getting melted because we would get that engine and that exhaust hot. <laughs> and so, basically, when he had a modified, he had the O filled in and made it an E
0: oh that, so that's when, awesome. when we got
2: it repaired we, we had sve side pipes instead of svo side pipes. <laughs> nice. that was a great idea
0: that's awesome you yeah. guys are you guys are awesome oh that's great well see that's what exactly we're gonna have to have you back again we got a million more stories we want to talk about maybe after the reunion uh we'll do that but to john moore uh, please stay in touch we're, gonna, we're hoping you, you can make it down to the svt uh happenings
2: going on after the woodward dream cruise Thank you so You know, I'm I'm sure you've told everybody, but I think it'd be a great time to let us know what it is again. Because I don't know.
0: I know. So uh, all the gang that we have emails for is going to get an email saying, hey, we're going to be
1: inviting you to the SVT 30th anniversary. Mike, we've got a couple of things scheduled, don't we? Yes, we got to have a banquet on uh, Friday night. We're going to do something at the Automotive Hall of Fame on Thursday. And then Sunday at Mustang Memories is going to be the big display with the the tent of all the SPT heroes, if you will.
0: Yeah, like the, the heroes banquet and that we did for the, the 50th. We want everybody... Yeah, John, you to... should have
1: been there with us for that, for sure. Yeah, John,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. the pictures you could have provided. So I know you're a busy guy, you know, you're working a lot here for Ford Performance and, and Mark Rushbook, but, the, but we're going to need you to spend some time in your insanity archives. I know you've got a zillion pictures. And uh, so hopefully we can come up with a way to help celebrate this wonderful team that brought us so many great cars and trucks and then, of course, the SVT Mustang Cobra, which, in my mind, was like a uh, just a crowning achievement. And, of course, John's car and contribution with being not just the Shelby, but being the Terminator Cobra. Once you put a supercharger on that car, it did, did terminate Camaro and changed the world for Mustang forever. So thank you for everything you've done for SVT for documenting so many great things John you're going to be a real important part of the history of this group so uh Mm -hmm. keep it keep it going on for Ford performance in the future
2: sounds great sir I really appreciate you having me on
0: oh we appreciate having you and ladies and gentlemen I hope you uh we're very interested with the background of wonderful stuff that John Moore got to share with us and Mike uh we're going to make sure that he gets that invite and uh As far as the invites go, everyone's invited to listen in on the next Mustang Owners podcast. So until next time, we'll just have to catch you down the road.